This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. Yeah. Yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws? Feathers or fur? Sharp teeth or feet with claws? Whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves. Then podcast the body parts get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owler. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows. Have the crowd witnessing the murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck their censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear is a huff a puff and Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his songs about two grown men Dressed up as a bird and a dog Okay, we ready? Yo, hit it up um, mm-hmm. wow. Oh, wow I was expecting you to come motoring in No, That's but I, 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 wanted to, I wanted to go the opposite way Wow, two weeks, we've been out of your lives Two week break and now they're back. The first two week break we've ever taken, baby. Yeah, like, it is, yeah. It's the t- first time we've had a break where it's an official break rather than just... Yeah. yeah. Was it yeah. an official break? Uh, I think so. <laughs> I, think we, we, I think someone put out that we're having two weeks off. Oh, okay, fine. So fine, I fine. think... Anyway, welcome. Yeah. We're back, bitches. You're Wolf and out. Back up in your growling. Flying and growling. Mm. Uh, we and fouling. Good um, t- <laughs> we and <in> fouling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we in a foul. Foul is pooing, right? Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Okay. Back in the room. Uh, thank you so much for your patience, bearing with us. I don't know how often do we address the listener. Thank you for your patience, listeners. Listener. Listeners. Listen, no, you. Thank you for your patience. Yeah, I think you've got uh, to thank people. Thank you, the person who's listening. Thank you for being you. No, thank but you know, for being you know, true. So it's, thank you, you know for you being do, righteous. You know when you do radio? Yeah. You're not allowed to go... All the listeners out. Well, you're not. You're allowed to. You're allowed to do pretty much whatever you want. But you're not. You're not supposed to go to the listeners out there. That you're supposed to talk to the person as if they're the only person. Does that make sense? Really? So yeah, you're not supposed to go listeners at everyone out there. Blah blah. So let me just say to you, yeah, you sitting there listening to this right now. Thank you for your patience, but congratulations, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> um- you know, radio-wise, right? You do a radio show now, right? You've got the hip-hop show. Yeah, for you the do. love of hip-hop on BBC yeah. Radio 2 and BBC Sounds, yeah. Yeah, shout, shout out Rom uh, and <laughs> hip-hop vibes. Um, it, you know, uh, doing radio is my first my first foray into this gig, into the world of show. Go on, tell me about it. I did a show on Six Music Yeah, called Big Six Summer. Music? So this yeah. is big. Oh, right, okay. I <laughs> thought you were going to tell me you are doing, like, radio walk shot or something like that. No, 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 like... no, Six Music. Um, yeah, called Big Tom and Conrad, uh, and uh, basically, how did you get this gig? By the way, uh, through John, like my old for John Nowell, our old agent. So um, I was working. 
I was still working on the building sites. And then mm. it was a Friday or Saturday night we used to do this this radio show, Big Tom and Comrade. Mm. And um, when I first turned up, I was asking to get cash in hand from the BBC. BBC. Genuinely, I was like, it was only one night. Um, I remember like I remember like doing stuff for the BBC and like when you do those initial bits and you're broke and the BBC seemed to take ages to like get the money sorted. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I was used to getting paid in a pub on a Friday, Friday yeah, exactly. afternoon. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden it's like, oh, can you invoice and can you do it? I was like stuff like, yeah, I was, like I'd never heard of before. But uh, basically this guy, Nick Comrade, is kind of fascinating. Mm. He, um, he was a very, very posh guy. He was a Tory. Yeah. He actually became a Tory like um politician i think i think uh, but he literally for about i think it was like a month and a half and then he got like uh thrown out for sort of making some quite sort of weird comments um uh i don't i can't quite remember what happened but this is long before all that happened um Mm. john noel had a habit of putting talent together he'd go right you and you get together and i think you're gonna make gold so he put us in we did a pilot that sort of worked because i was working class he was quite posh and um from there, it just, yeah, it kind of, sort of he, he didn't want to do any work at all. Mm. Like, so he just turned up. He, he didn't like any sort of music. He had no, he hated, like, you know, he hated modern music. Yeah. He, he sort of liked sort of political newsy sort of stuff, which I knew nothing. It was honestly. It's, it's really, the more you talk, the more this sounds like the ideal combination of them. <laughs> it was the worst. I'd say it was like an hour and a half to two hours, I think the show was. And we were on at like 10 o'clock, 11 at night. And it was just like, yeah, it was terrible. We did it. Did for you like get it. any? Because the, the thing about radio is like, you don't really hear a lot back about how you're doing, do you? Do you know what I mean? Like, no, no. So you got no idea. You sort of feel like you might be shouting into the void, unless you're getting them to text in or email in on the. <laughs> no, day we were getting them to text in. Just no one did. <laughs> it, was <just> like, <laughs> it was like the first, like first thing I'd like I'd ever done, and I, so I threw everything. I, I had it like. I was gen- so I was working like still working on the building site. So I was just thinking, oh, this could be my way out. Or I was doing that and gigging. Do you know what I mean? Stand up. So it's just like just trying to make it work. And obviously, Six Music at that time, it still was like the launch pad for quite a few different comics getting their sort of way yeah. into the into the world. So um, yeah, that was the first ever time I got told that something wasn't going to be recommissioned. Was it? Were you gutted? Yeah, obviously you sort of. But then also I knew it wouldn't. I, I was I was working really hard to make it work, and he play, he played it no heed at all. Mm. Um, and like like I say, he was sort of um, he's one of those people you just you come across who sort of actually had a bit of talent and and but just was just like yeah, being a politician was probably the sort of thing that I think was probably the the most sort of apt for him. I did a radio show very early on yeah, uh, for a Brighton radio station called Juice FM. <laughs> and Look, radio, did, why like, do they come up with these, like, this radio? Where I come from, there's Radio Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I had to do, I was doing a show, a weekly show, but I couldn't, I didn't have enough time to go every week. So we'd, we'd record four shows in a day. Wow. And then, like, and then they'd... Obviously, I was about to explain what then happened. They then play the recordings over the next. <laughs> but, um, so it was all current affairs, like four weeks. Yeah, down it was all so topical. Um, <laughs> but the producer, they like they've got like a work experience guy, like a really young new guy. Yeah, and he was having to prep four shows in a day, right? And um, basically, it was too much work for him. So I would turn up and watch a guy in his twenties try not to have a breakdown in front of me as we did these four shows. Was like, it just like, you on your own? 
Yeah, like, but I did interviews and stuff like that. But um, it was just me. And then we would do the, we would do all the links and everything like that. And then I learned all this stuff about throwing back and throwing forward. Like coming up later, we've got a little bit of Arctic Monkeys. But first, yeah, uh, I wish it was a little bit taller, Skilo <laughs> or whatever. And, You're uh, allowed to get like two hip hop tracks in. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were like, uh, Rom, just so you know, in that month, you played three there. So uh, <laughs> you can we wait in month. next month? Yeah, we don't want people thinking it's a specialist show. And I remember just thinking, like, it was so much work for so little anything. I mean, obviously, I didn't get paid very much because it's like a local radio station. But it wasn't even that. It was just like, I might as well shout this out the window. Like, oh, mate, is- <laughs> mate. Isn't so, like, I mean, look, at least with your one, you were on your own so, and you were doing it on your own so you were getting those skills I felt like I was you know the producer you're talking about yeah I felt like I was, I'd be on I'd be like labouring right during the week and looking at papers in the in the sort of like and everyone like on the site would rip me all the other blokes mm. go uh, you're doing your radio show mate at the weekend <laughs> like literally it was like the, the muggiest thing they could ever think of do you know what I mean it's like um, that's you're doing some heavy lifting there that's what you call heavy lifting boy but I was that guy, so I was turning up on a sort of Saturday, like late afternoon, early evening, going for all the stuff that we'd be doing, and uh, he just walked in and just sort of like, and I was like, oh yeah, did you see that stuff I said about? And he'd be like, no, 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 we're just going to go down this road. I think I'm going to go down this way. Oh my and god, you were, you know what I've just discovered? You were the owl of that radio show. <laughs> And I promised from that moment never to be an owl again. Um, I've done a little bit of prank. I thought we'd get people. To, I, thought, I thought we'd get people to text in to right. say what's been their most difficult journey right, into right, right. work. Nothing is more like like, like when I get, when we get feedback on this podcast, it blows my mind, right? But yeah. I, I've seen, I've been, I think the something you have as well, but I've been on the other side of it when you turn around, right? And this is like, at least with you, you're on Brighton. I'm on Six Music, at the time Six Music's in its pomp, right? I know when I'm walking around a desk at Six Music, Six Music, I've got the worst show on that station, right? I know that. I'm not only a joke all week on the building site, that when I turn up at Six Music, I'm a joke there as well. So when, when I turn up, it's like you're literally walking out and then you do a thing of going, and, oh, well, that's, that's hilarious. Obviously, everyone remembers Terry Nutkins. Um, so just text in any jokes or maybe you've met him before. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. So then the producer turns around and goes, um, oh, um, maybe we should just sort of make up some texts and just pretend that someone's texting. Oh, no. Like you're like, and then you sort of see like her sort of hurriedly texting away and then go, we've got a text. And sort of like, it would be like some fucking awful story that hopefully would incite some conversation. It's like... And that, that, in many ways, that's the model for this, isn't it? Us <laughs> making up various sort of emails of like, oh, thank you so much for the podcast. We spent longer writing fucking emails for this show yeah. than we do for our actual That's sitcoms. why we had to take a two-week break. I was fucking behind <laughs> on making up the emails. <laughs> I think that, alongside the other most indignifying uh, thing I've had to do is... Like I, I did a kids' TV show, right? Mm. And uh, I was playing a genie in it, right? So oh, like no. the genie from Aladdin. Um, uh, so I was painted blue with this blue sort of body paint, right? Um, well, what channel was this on? <laughs> it was like a pilot for CBBS. Radio or shit. Yeah, yeah. So I'm they there, just wanted right? to get into character. <laughs> right. CBB Radio. Kids I, don't, I, don't really, I don't really know what I've got to do the blue again. Now, honestly, Tom, we just, we just think it'll, it'll help you feel sort of more genie-ish. Three-year-old sitting there going, this guy's not blue. I can tell in his voice. <laughs> he sounds depressed, but... Um, so they paint you all over blue, right, with all this, like, sort of 
gold stuff in my beard and stuff. Like, and we, like a we, smurf from your nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like if the BFGs painted themselves blue to get into a Smurf party. <laughs> oh, hello, Sophie. Hello, Papa Smurf. <laughs> hey, you're too big to be a Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, like, the end of the day comes and everyone's packing up and stuff. And I was like, oh, is there, where, where can I get, like, a shower? Where can I get washed off to get, um, like, you know, clean and get, get his body paint off? And I went, oh, there's no showers here. I was like, what do you mean there's no showers? <laughs> Honestly, one. Right, we're filming somewhere in Crouch End, North London. I had to get back to Malden, right, and then back from Malden get the bus to Sutton. In I was like in blue body paint. What what time of the day was this? This is about six o'clock in the afternoon. Now it's like rush hour. Oh my god! So they just think that you've been on a mad. You've been on a mad night out. You've let it get away from you. Mate, if it was a mad night, there'd be no. It'd be be, I was pristine. You know what? I I hope that people thought I was. Well, was you know those guys you see in Leicester Square who sort of like paused? Oh yeah, yeah. And then as you walk fast like that, they, hopefully that's why I thought. I just it was just just people staring and sniggering, and no one. This is a weird thing. No one went. Why are you blue? Everyone was just making no, up. No, because their they own. don't care. They don't care. Yeah. Because the, the thing is, oh, no, what they, they think is a laugh. Because there's going to that's that that what follows that is a long story. And I, you know. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> and no one wants a long story with someone yeah. who seems like the biggest shaft in the world. You know, what Nobody... I'm going to do paint myself blue and get on this fucking yeah. tube at rush hour. Do you know how I start chats? Just paint myself completely blue. <laughs> it's like it's an, it's an easy way because someone will go to you and say, "What's going on with the paint there?" And then, then, then yeah, so next you, you know, you in a conversation. Um, so, uh, what have you, um, what have you been up to? We haven't. Well, I mean, we have been speaking off, off I was about to say off camera, off mic. Um, I went Off away TX. last week. I, I went to holiday in England last week. I went to Norfolk last week. Mm. Uh, and uh, yeah, lovely, lovely Norfolk. Norfolk's beautiful, isn't it? Shout out Norfolk. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. These are all the, the things that you're sort of programmed to say whenever you've been somewhere. <laughs> uh, what, what, what made you choose Norfolk? Just, it's not that far from my ass. And we thought, you know, it would be quite nice to go. Great little restaurants, took Gracie to the beach. Um, Does it feel like holiday when it's close to your house? It, the reason I'm asking this question is there are rumours that the centre parks is going to be opened up right near my house, right? Mate, like I would say, yeah. Five minutes away. So now, here's a question for you. As you know, Lisa and I, when we're feeling a little bit flush, we'll go to the centre parks. Yeah. Uh, with the kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for you. dirty weekends. <laughs> <laughs> you and Lisa just get kicked out of watching other families have fun. Yeah, do you fancy... Uh, fancy staying in a tree, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. You uh, fancy doing a zip wire and seeing what happens? Um, yeah, little, maybe a little bit of archery if you're feeling ready yeah, for it. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm feeling a little bit sassy. Fancy a, little, fancy a bit of that climbing wall. Um, anyway, so we um, we go to the one in Woburn. Yeah. Right. Big it's great. Yeah. It's yeah. great. As long you know, if you don't mind setting fire to money, Centre Parks is great, right? Yeah, yeah. Would you go? To the one near your house is the question I'm asking. I've got one quite mean? near me. We haven't been yet because at the moment it's we would be doing that. No, you got, you've answered your question. There, yeah, no, no, right? no. I, yeah, once Grace is a little bit old, at the moment it would be insane to take it. Like you know, it's too close though, right? Uh, the one, they want to feel like you're going on holiday. How, how close are you talking? It's going to be to your house, like five minute drive. Uh, look, I'm going to say this: minute, you maybe. can have a holiday in your own home if you want. You, you, well, you, you, you shut out the exterior bullshit, right? Yeah, and like I think holidays are a state of mind. I think literally you shut out the exterior bullshit, you know, and you just put yourself, you switch a switch in your head that says, oh, we're in holiday mode. And if right. you tell yourself you're in holiday, have a little lay in, 
Do you know what I mean? Just make just basically care less about the small things in life. You're in holiday, mm. on holiday mode. Do you know what? I would love to be a fly on the wall when you're pitching this to Kat. <laughs> She's like, you hand her a cart. You know you wanted a little break, babe? Open that. She's thinking it's fucking all-inclusive in Barbados. Just opens a card. Dear Kat, holiday is a state of mind. Love, Tom. Walk up the stairs and you're going to be in the Barbados of your head. Um, no, I think yeah, I'm going to be. I'm going to be your waiter for the <laughs> evening. <laughs> I, I've, you know, one of the things that uh, I've watched a bit of because Catherine loves reality. Catherine's obsessed with reality TV. I mean, I, I, and I, you know, I'm throwing her under the bus now. I love it myself. But um, we're watching that firm again. New bit like new mm-hmm. mum. I think it's called firm again. First time mum or something like that. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, by yeah. the way, I'm shout out firm again. She's incredible. I like firm again. She's got a real way about her. She's very feisty. Okay. Yeah. You've said you've said four very different things about her. There. You said shout out firm again. She's absolutely incredible. She's got a way about her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. Right. And she's feisty. And I'm not, but I think the feistiness is good. She's feisty as well. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 by I, the I, way, you've talked about her for about thirty. I've got no idea what it is you're getting at with firm again. That's no, I just like, I think I think I've been watching her. On, she's on at the moment. She's on SAS, right? Which I'll get to in a minute. And she's on new, uh, firm firm again. First time mum. Okay. Uh, but she did a thing with her other half where they had someone come around and cook for them. And they right. both, she, he got, he was in a tuxedo and she was in like in a ball gown, gown and they had like a proper three course meal in their house. Yeah, I've seen this. Would yeah. you do, I would do that. Oh, I'd like to Basically, do it. Basically, a chef turns up at your gaff, right? And then, like, yeah, yeah I'd like to do that. Yeah, I, I can't, this is, I think you can have a holiday in your house. Mm. That's the state of mind. But I think having a like fine dining experience, at the moment, my, yeah. my, my front room is just literally just strewn with, even when you clear shit up, there's just shit yeah. around. Just toys everywhere. What is it? Just like toys, rubbish, <laughs> disused arse pebbles. <laughs> disused arse pebbles. Actually, somebody emailed us in. They've, they've, they've done, um, I'll find the email a bit later, but they've done us personalised arse pebbles. Oh, mate, I've seen them. The wolf. Yeah, yeah, they're incredible. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I, by the way, I geeked with Ed, Ed Gamble. I hope he won't mind me naming him. He's so disgusted about the arse pebble thing. Well, what did he say? He's just literally disgusted by it. Like we gig together. Disg- the other- <laughs> well, it, yeah, but that, that's that's not a fault of his. It is disgusting. <laughs> and I said to him, "This is my favourite." It's I like, like going, "Oh, you're not going to fucking believe it. <laughs> you're not going to believe it." Ed Gamble thinks it's weird to eat your own shit. <laughs> he, he said it. He said it put him off hearing us talk my about eating our own shit. Was, I, I said to him, he said about he went on oh, the ass purple stuff, and he just looked and I went, um, "No, no, no." It's like, was he being that, serious? Yeah, yeah. Like, and I said, "It's yeah, obviously." It's, it, <laughs> I said like. No, that is true, mate. And he went, no, I know it's true. I know you. Which <laughs> is my favourite thing. Um, yeah, he was, he was, yeah. But look, have you, been, have you watched the new SAS? No. Oh, man. Yeah, Adam Middleton's gone. Yeah, I knew that, yeah. I've got this new American guy in. Is he good? Uh, him, I think him versus Adam Middleton would be an amazing celebrity boxing match. Right, okay. They hate each other. They loathe each other, man. How do you know? Because I see it on Twitter, man. Oh, they okay. really, really don't vibe. And I feel sorry for Foxy and Ollie, you know, because they're caught in the middle. Mm, like, you know. Poor bastards. I love Foxy as well. I think Foxy's a credit to this country. Really yeah, I, I love Foxy. Um, what's, the, Foxy. Uh, what's the American guy's name? I think it's like, oh man, what is his name? What, something what, rusty or sort of like. But he's like, he's, he's very dramatic, put it that way. Okay. But also he's very, he's got a sweetness about him. Well, I mean, I, I, Ant, I, Ant Middleton's hardly sort of subtle and nuanced, is he? So... <laughs> 
are, are you saying are you saying he's dramatic compared to Van Middleton? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, fucking I, I'd say he's Van Middleton on steroids. Yeah, he's like he's very he's like Van Middleton on steroids. Yeah, he's like the American version of Van Middleton. He's okay. like Van Middleton, but he's got quite a sweet side to it. Look, man, for me, Foxy's the star of that show. Foxy and Ollie. Mm. I actually just don't know why they got the American guy, like American dude in. I'd have just had Foxy. Can you know what this? Can I tell you honestly what this feels like a little bit? It what? feels like when you started talking about SAS, because earlier on we were talking about something, I'll get to that in a minute. And then we started talking about SAS, and I think what happened was you were about to fucking go two-footed in on this geezer. And then for some reason, I don't know what's happened, you've had like an epiphany or a moment of reflection as we've been talking. <laughs> and now you're sort of dancing around the fucking houses. No, not no, actually no. saying what... Suddenly talking about Foxy and Ollie. Who, yeah, fine, great. But the, you, the, the way you came into this was like you were about to, you were about to unleash a fucking torrent of abuse on this show, and now all of a sudden, like your ass. No, 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 no. Let me just say it's one of my favourite shows, right? Okay. And I think it really. Yeah, but you said I'll get to when somebody goes. I'll get to that in a minute. What they don't normally mean is I'm going to talk fairly non-committally about what's happened on the show. I, look, if I'm honest, I, I feel Foxy and Ollie have been screwed over, and they've got this other guy in. Okay, fine. I feel sorry for. I feel so sorry. You don't for like the, you don't like the American guy. I, I just don't. I, just, I don't know why he's there. I don't, like when I watch, like my one of my favorite moments. You think they should have not brought anyone in at all? I think Foxy and Ollie were more than capable okay. of to, to, like, okay, like running the like. There's another guy in it, another new guy, another American guy who's a bit more understated. He's got a real toughness about him. I like him. Mm. He's cool. But the yeah, uh, yeah the long haired guy just feels like he's just a bit too showbiz. Yeah. So you me. don't like him? Just come in and say no, that. I just, yeah, 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 I'm not a fan. But also, you know, I, look, 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 right, look, the look. show would be better if it didn't have him on it. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Because I, yeah. the show, like, and this is what I'm saying about Firm again. I think on that she's a real credit. I think she's brilliant. Mm. I, you need to. You should watch that show. I'd love to do that show with you. That'd be a fun look, thing. You will. Let, let me tell you something. There's certain shows that I wouldn't do now. But if the phone stopped ringing and I needed to pay my mortgage, I would do. That's not one of them. Really? That's not. What would you yeah. be too scared of? Yeah, I'm not. I don't, I'm not ashamed to admit that. No, I'd be no, too no scared. I'll be scared to do it. Jumping off a, you know, when they do the jumping oh, into mate. the water and they're screaming in your Pete face Wicks, and all Pete that. Pete Wicks knocks himself out, mate. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. When he jumped I, out of the helicopter. I would knock myself out on the way down to the exercise. <laughs> That's what you know, you... like what was that? What was that thing? Do they do it every time? I've only watched a few of them. The, the Red Man or whatever. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? Which one's that? It's like a, they, they had to like just basically get past this bloke. Was oh, like that, that's in this week's show, I think. Right, okay. That yeah. is... Me- I mean, Mate, I can- it's insane. Actually, I think that's one of the easier ones. The ones for me that are doing my... That's one of the easier ones. I think the taller ones, are like the high height ones, are the yeah, most yeah. terrifying. The one they've got to go across the big ravine. Does anybody refuse to do it? Uh, I, I think... I don't think... I don't think you well, can They refuse. just scream you off the edge, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. But this is what I love about Foxy, because Foxy's like... So he can be quite tough, but also then there's a reassuring arm. And like you go, actually, you know what? He's a real credit to, mm. just a credit to everything, really, on Foxy. Yeah, big up Foxy. You shake, shake, you, you've met Foxy before, haven't you? I have. I did a road trip with him. I spent yeah, a few yeah. days with him. Yeah, nice guy. Cool, yeah, yeah. Really um, nice guy. What have you been up to, my baby? Well, I uh, I was in Vegas last week with Rob Beckett for Rob Ramish wow. versus. Did you go to the fight, the Canelo fight? No, Rob stayed for the fight, but I had to come back for a gig. Oh wow. And I went to Vietnam Jeez. for a road trip. Yeah, we, we and, talked about that on here, didn't we? She had the passport so. thing. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, we did talk about that. Fucking hell, it's not been that long. And th- uh, did I talk about Thorpe Park? When no. I was there? Oh, my God. You mean Thorpe Park? So, like, basically, I missed Alex's birthday because uh, I was in Vietnam. Right. Um, and he said, and he was, he was quite upset, obviously. And I said to him, 
Well, not obviously, but, you know, he's a bit gutted. I said to him, how can I make it up to you? And he goes, could you take me to Thorpe Park? So I said, yeah. So... Well, this is what, number one, I think Alex has got a touch of the fo- uh, foxies about him. Why did you say that? Just because he there is like... Sort of look in his eyes that you definitely know he's killed a man. No, 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 because he's like, he's basically said, look, you've upset me, but actually there's a way back in. Yeah, this is how you make amends. Oh, yeah. yeah. I actually think he'd be an incredible soldier. Soldier. So I'm about to say something quite kind of, um, this is this is the sort of thing that you'd have a go at me about, all right, for sounding like I've lost touch. Yeah. So um, Theo wanted to come as well. So the three of us uh, went to Thought Park. And so I bought the tickets, obviously yeah. the tickets have much. And then I paid over double again to get the fast pass to all the rides, right? Yeah. Okay. Because it was Alex's birthday thing. I probably wouldn't have ordinary, ordinarily done that, but like yeah. it was his birthday. I wanted to have a nice day. That fast pass thing isn't, I mean, I don't know if it always works. What a game changer that is to your experience of going to the theme park, man. We were like, we were going, I don't know if it's just like the ratio of how they did it. But there were queues for like, like you go up and it would say 65 minutes and we'd be queuing for two minutes. I mean, I know that's how fast track works, but what I mean is we did the whole park in like half a day. It was yeah, like but I, crazy. Don't, don't you think, think some of the banter of like being at theme parks, the actual queue and the like, no. to know people. No, no, do you know what? This is somebody, here you go. It, that is somebody that hasn't got two fucking children of the ages that I've got. Because if you think banter is trying to stop your kids kicking each other's shins off for an hour, while you're standing in a queue. No, but you might they don't, find... they, don't put, they don't put any entertainment there. And what, what happens, let me tell you what happens in a, in a theme park queue, right, with your kids. They they initially start rinsing each other, then they start touch pushing each other, then they start ki- ki- like kicking each other, and then by the time you're about 10 minutes away, they're biting each other's faces off, right? That's what happens. And then, then what else happens is other families start looking behind at like at what the noise is, where the noise is coming from and start giving you a judgmental look. It's awful. I got a judgmental look awful. yesterday in town. You did? Yeah. Grace is at an age now, right? Where she, you, it's, obviously it's getting colder. So I took her down, took her like into town to have a little bowl about. And you dress her up. She put, as soon as you literally leave the house, she, just, just down the road, she pulls her socks off and just throws them in the street, yeah. right? Yeah. So you didn't yeah. put them in pocket. I walked past this woman and she went, oh my God, look at that. That's horrible. That little girl, she hasn't got any socks. He's not even putting any socks on her. It was like literally loud within what my ear. said that? Yeah, yeah. Like within my earshot. I think it's horrible. Look, her feet must be freezing. Jesus. I was like, I, I didn't say anything. I wanted to turn around and go, if you've got a way that, like literally you put on, as soon, it's her favourite thing. You put on socks, they're gone. She just froze them. Like, you know, I'm like, cool. Like, like you, like, and I'm trying to reason, I mean, look, you're trying to reason with what? Essentially, a teenager and something. How old's Alex now? He's ten. Uh, ten, right? Yeah. I'm trying to reason like with with Grace. She's like nine months, near ten months old. I'm going, Grace, come yeah. on! And she's just staring at me and laughing. Like I'm just like another person in my life who doesn't take me seriously. But this fast is just a weird. Wise, no, I, no, no, sorry. This is, so I've got I don't to judge I've got, you for that. I've got to come back to that. But just when you tell that socks thing, yeah, I've got to tell you this story. This is almost too mad. Right. Last night I went out. Right. Yeah. I haven't seen my mates for a while, so we went out in town. We, we went to a bar, we come out of the bar, one of my friends it's just, got, just had his trainers on and no socks, right. right? But he hadn't come out like that. Right. And, he, and I go to him, what, what, what's going on? And apparently a girl in the bar had told him her feet hurt and asked to borrow his socks. Borrow took, his socks? Yeah. And then he took his socks off and gave them to her. 
What? And then she left with his socks. Had he met her before? No. That's insane. Mate, I, I, can't, I, I can't even... You quite, know, by the way, you, charity shops, you're not allowed to give socks or pants. Yeah. Why would you take I, I a stranger's socks? Also, late on in the, late on in the night, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's oh a, God, I, I don't, I, that's I don't, as I'm telling this, as I'm telling you the story though, I'm sort of, have I definitely got this right? But I do definitely have it right. That is what well, happened. But did he not like question on or like, that's mental. Like, well, that's what I asked. I came outside. Go, oh, what shoes on? did she have on? I don't know. So but, she's walked out in like heels and like, I can't remember. I don't know what socks he's wearing. White towelings, I assume. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Or, Mental, unless he had like, trainer socks on or did he have full socks? No, it's full socks. On. Oh my God. I know. That's insane. It's, it's insane on by both parties there, that, isn't it? Like, look, I'm all for, like, chatting, getting to know people. I'm an open-minded yeah. G, right? No, I draw the line at walking up and asking for a stranger's socks. No. I Something you've never met. I mean, unless, yeah. you, unless it was a weird chat online and he's basically just taking it too literally. Unless it's gone like this. Like your socks. Do you? You can have them. Let me take them. I'll take them off for you now. Here, you can take them. Take them. Borrow them. You can keep them if you want. Oh, my feet are so uncomfortable. I really need some socks. Like that yeah, could I, th- be like I think it might weird. be like the more committed version of putting your jacket over somebody's shoulders. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> sort of. Um, anyway, we thought... We Wouldn't thought, her friends oh, even question it when she comes back? Mate, I d- mate honestly, I, I, I didn't know this was happening. Had I seen it happen... Oh, man. Anyone, at one point, does that mean he had his bare foot on a bar floor? Does that mean? I mean, like... Yeah, of course no, he did. He, he, could no, have he probably, went, he he probably went over and sat... Also, if you had to go to a table and get a seat at, like, 11, 12 o'clock, I mean, I don't know, you... What time you're staying out to these days? Well, it's pretty late, so it must have been what ten thirty, quarter to eleven. Okay. You're, you're going to struggle to get a seat at that time. Everyone wants to yeah. sit down. So if you've got to try and get a seat and go, oh, so I've just got to sit there for a minute to take my socks off to give them to someone I've never met. Yeah. Did he say right. it? In, like, was he embarrassed by it, or was he like cocky, like it's going to a girl? That... No, he was like he. I think he didn't anticipate us giving him the reaction that we gave. You know what I mean, I think he was just like. I mean, in so a kind cool. way, it's like a Cinderella vibe. But, yeah, very much so. Very yeah. much so. And now I guess she's going to go and yeah. hold on. How does it work? How, do, how will this end now? She work, looks for the person who. Yeah, she she goes to that bar every night and then she just walks around Crawley trying to find the guy who gave yeah. her. A and it turns and just, out that's the only pair of socks he's got. She's just looking for a bare. She's looking for a guy with bare ankles. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddle boards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! But anyway, look, Thought Park, right? Yeah. So Alex 
was like he we we we, it, it, we were getting on these rides and he was having a great time having a great time. One of them was like quite scary, like Thought Park. I would say yeah. has got some hardcore rides there, right? Really, like, I would say like proper. You're, yeah, and you're you're like an adrenaline junk. You love a right, fast ride, right? Why'd you do this? No, no, like, you like roller coasters and shit, right? No, I'm not an adrenaline junkie. Yeah, yeah, but, but I like don't mind going on. Yeah, you love a roller coaster. Anyway, so we're getting on these rides, and one of them is like crazy. What was it called? Um, Swarm, right? So we've right. got this ride called Swarm, right? It's pretty mad. Like you know, one of the ones where you. Your feet's hang, your feet's your feet's hanging out. Your feet's just hanging out, but then he like goes upside down and shit. Yeah. It's pretty mad. So Alex was like a bit like, oh my god, like a bit buzzing from the ride. And then we walk up to this ride called Stealth, right? Oh yeah, I've been on this. So we walk up to the ride, and it looks they always do this thing, don't they? We're like caution, yeah. Any yeah. abandon hope, all who ye who enter here and all this sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, like yeah. you will not, you will you will leave this ride completely changed. Be yeah. careful. So. They're doing, all, they're doing all that to, to buzz it up or whatever. But Alex is starting to get a little bit nervous. Do you know what I mean? Because it's actually working, right? Yeah. So we go into the ride and he goes, is this going to be all right? He just said to me nervously, is this going to be all right? I said, it'll be fine, mate. I'm saying it'll be fine. I've never been on this ride before. I did not even looked at it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just know that yeah, like, yeah. people have been telling me to go on stealth. So we sit down on the thing. What is that? Like your roller coaster WhatsApp group? No, I, do, I, have a, I have an app actually. It's um, it's uh, called Coaster Junkies, and it's just like you can like you can post up and go hitting Thought Park. What order should I do the stuff in? And like people come back to you and stuff like. It's actually it's actually less of an app and more of a community. To be honest with you, do you know what I mean? Um, I was going to tell you actually. I'm doing a little doing a thing at Alton Towers. It's like three nights. We're going to stay in the tree houses if you wanted to come. But anyway, so we're like we're sat on stealth, and they come down. They come around to push the things yeah. down. And Alex looks a bit nervous, and she goes to me, is, this, is, he, is he right to go on this ride? So I said to him, do you want to do this or not? Because he was looking quite... I didn't say it in that. I was yeah. like being like, you know, do you want to do this or not? Because we can get off now if you want. And he goes, no, I'll do it, I'll do it. So they shut the thing, and then he goes, this is going to be okay, isn't it? And I go, yeah, it's going to be fine, mate. And as I say that, it's got like a traffic light thing, like a drag race. Yes. The light goes green. And we go into fucking hyperspace, man. It's like the fastest acceleration I've ever experienced on a roller coaster. And we just went, ah! I actually started shouting, like screaming, because yeah, it's like yeah. so mental. And all I could think as I was doing it is, he's never going to trust me again. Like, like, it, like yeah. I literally went, it would be absolutely fine. And then it was easily the most sensory overload of all the rides that we went on that day. It was crazy. We got off and I just thought, that is a life lesson for him there. Do you know what I mean? Like basically, what, what's yeah. happened there is because of stealth. My my son's trust in me has been broken, probably permanently, if he's got any sense about him. Do you know what I mean? Because the truth is, and and he's right, rightly so, because I did not know what that ride was going to be like. I said it was going to be fine. I assumed it's going to be fine. Basically, relying on Thought Park's safety measures, right? I don't know it's going to be fine. I've not seen the ride. I've got no idea about it. I didn't know it went that fast. What I should have said was, I don't know. I'm as scared as you, but let's just go through this together. That's what a decent dad would have done. But Mate. instead, I wanted to be authority figure, so it would be absolutely fine. And no, then no, no, come on, give yourself, give yourself a break here, bro. No, you You're trying to reassure him. Can I, can I just, right, so that's stealth, right? Yeah. We went there uh, a couple of years ago for a friend's birthday. Mm -hmm. There was a group of about six of us. Um, I don't like roller coasters. I'm going to throw it out there. I'm fucking terrified of them. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I never have liked them. And we get on this fucking, we got that stealth, right? And you know when they come and shut the thing down on your chest? 
They push the thing right down, don't they? Yeah, your yeah, legs yeah. are hanging. Like, really, is that the one where your legs, your legs are hanging? There's a couple. There's Swarm, there's uh, Nem- uh, is it Nemesis? Oh, it might no, be Nemesis. Nemesis Inferno. One when your legs yeah. are basically, they come and push the thing down, right? Yeah, yeah. As they go around, I've sort of clicked it, but it doesn't feel clicked enough, right? Right. And I'm sort of like, all my mates, are, look, have bullied me into it, and I'm trying to bait yeah. their, like, I'm trying to go, oh, I'll be fine. It was, you know, but yeah. basically, I'm Alex in this situation. I'm like, what, what's the mm. worst can happen? I'm turning to my mate. Yeah. mate I mean, no. I didn't bully Alex into doing it. I was thinking about <laughs> no, Alex, no, no, nice right. day on his birthday, but yeah. <laughs> I've clicked it a bit, but it doesn't, and I'm looking at everyone else's, and I'm sort of, it feels quite wobbly. Anyway, I turned to one of these, these young kids who work there, and I'm like, um, excuse me, this doesn't feel very safe, right? And then they push, and they say, they're like, oh, no, actually, it doesn't feel. This doesn't feel like it's oh, clicked shit. in properly. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what? Like, I start literally fucking having a panic attack. Yeah, yeah. And then like, they're, they're doing the thing when the ride's about to start. And they panic as well because they're in a situation now where they, do they call stop? Obviously, people are cute. So the, what they do is they just push the fucking thing as hard against <laughs> me so it clicks, right? But that just, I'm having <laughs> a panic attack. It's too tight. Yeah, yeah I'm <laughs> having a panic attack as it is. My heart's racing. Now this fucking thing's in, right? This is no joke. And like, as the thing starts, like the roller coaster starts, I start crying. I genuinely start like having a full fucking panic attack. So I think this is just like, I'm either going to drop from the fucking sky and just yeah. fucking that I'll be brown bread that way. Or this thing's so tight against my chest. It doesn't feel like my heart's able to beat. Yeah. And we're flying around. Right. And I said, I turned to my friend and like, I'm like, I'm going to fucking die. I'm going to die. And he's looking at me just like, He's literally having the fucking best time of his whole life. Yeah. Right? When the thing pulls up, like, I have a full meltdown. It was like, even now I'm embarrassed. They, they, like, the thing comes up, doesn't it? Yeah. And I'm going, what the fucking hell would you do that to someone? Why would you do that? I could have fucking died out there. I couldn't even feel it. And like, the people, like, there's like a fucking like 15, 16 There's kids waiting to get on the yeah, ride. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And like, there's a massive fucking like man who's literally coming off of it crying. There's And then there's like a, a, a fucking teenager going, oh, it's okay, it's fine, it's all right. No, no, no. Like, you know, I'm sorry that that happened. Da, 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 da. So you got I'm, consoled by a 14-year-old. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, like when we talk about fucking, everyone's like, oh, you know, be there for your mates, mental health and all that. I look around and all of my friends have fucking left me. Yeah. Hundred, yeah, yeah, and and when I came down, I was like, all, I was all, fucking, all I had a, like a, him, yeah. yeah, yeah, I had a full-on panic attack. I was genuinely fucking like, not in a good way, and they were like, fucking, hell, stay away from us for a bit. But like, do you know what? Actually, fuck theme parks because this that very thing might happen. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa, whoa. I'm just gonna throw it out there, right? It's I had a flashback to when I was 13 and we all broke into Chessington World of Adventures, right? And Street Fighter that's Two. Not, was that's the, not the theme part. That's not the theme part's fault, by the way. Just yeah, no, yeah, yeah. But yeah. we all went in the arcade, right? And everyone was obsessed with Street Fighter Two at that time. And there was a kid yeah. playing it, and he was about fucking must have been sixteen, seventeen, right? And he was like, you know, playing it one player. There was a crowd of people around because he was like getting sort of like mm. getting through the game. And basically, someone else in the crowd said. How do you make that two? Can that be two player? Can you make that two player, right? Oh, no. And me being the fucking big loser I was, I went, yeah, you just press this button. And I pressed the button, right? And it went, no, player two has joined the game. And this fucking kid who's like, I'm 13, he just full on fucking clumped me in the face, right? Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. He went crazy. He was like, I nearly completed the fucking game. And then all of his mates basically were like, we're going to fucking kick the shit out of you, right? I, all, I looked around to see where my friends were. They'd all run off. 
I had to go and fucking spend the rest of that day at Chesington. I had to go to a fucking like the mate, like matron's office essentially and wait for um, one of my mates, mums and dads to pick us up. Cause, and then, Do you like, know what? You, you, you've got to be the only person I know who would tell a story, one about your friends abandoning you after having a panic attack on a roller coaster, and then your friends abandoning you uh, after getting hit for pressing the two-play button on an arcade. And the ta- your takeaway from that is, fuck theme parks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm lucky now I have a better group of friends. Those friends were, um, were, were, and, were. And you choose not to name them, by the way. Innocent, innocent people that have had problems in the past. You'll give, you'll give their full names. Oh, it's terrifying. Absolute, of them. It's absolute nest of pricks. <laughs> but that's what, to get that's why you've like serious PTSD. You, you're doing them the decency of anonymizing them. That's why, that's why I think I'd ever join the army. Because I was always worried people would just back out of me. Mm. It was one of the fun, most fun days I've had in a long time. Yeah, but time. Alex is there with you and, and, and his brother. Where was Charlie? Yeah. Did Charlie go on... Uh, well, Charlie's like Charlie's little, so yeah. He, the, the, the thing is, he's of the height now where he like it's a bit difficult because the, the the other two are able to go on rides that he's not yeah. able to. So so it's fine. Like the other two are really good, and like they'll go, let's go over to some stuff that Charlie can do now. But but he um he's not he's just on the edge of being able to do all those kind of rides. So he can't he didn't want to do it. I've got to so. say I can't wait. I'm looking forward to taking Grace to Euro Disney. They've got a new yeah. Princess Palace being built now, so I'm looking forward to that. Mm, that's fun. Have you done Euro Disney? Done Euro Disney, yeah. Um, was, like, I, I went and we hadn't been away for a while, so I, I got this, like, we stayed in, like, this hotel that gets you, like, access right to the front of the park or whatever. So it was, like, a nice room, and they're, like, I read up about it, and they put, like, they, 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 when they come and clean the room, they put they hide chocolates around the room and stuff oh, like that's that pretty for cool. the kids to find and stuff like that. It's pretty sick. But I turned up. And then I like to check in and the guy behind the counter goes, um, oh my God, are you staying? I can't remember what the name of the room is. You're staying in the blah, blah room, yeah? The Mickey room or whatever. I go, yeah. And he goes, you are about to have the most magical time of your life. (laughs) (laughs) And then he said it to me, the kids didn't even hear. And then I walked over and I go, that bloke says we're about to have the most magical time of our lives. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, it's good, man. And it's it's good. Literally, but, but, Theo walking in there, going, "Someone's dropped a sweet behind the sofa." Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Just like, was, why does the bed look like it's covered in? Sh- oh, you didn't find the chocolates. Have you just slept on it? <laughs> 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 oh my god! Right, should we need some emails? Yeah, old boy. Uh, thanks once again for everyone sending in your emails. We really appreciate it. Uh, this is from the Leopard Gecko. Wow. Dear the Wolf and the Owl, clearly everyone who emails in says, um, uh, says how much I love, po- love podcasts. And if anything, I'd say that my listenership has become borderline obsessive. I hadn't found the podcast in a couple, until a couple of months ago. Why can't I read today? Maybe you've not read for a while. And, yeah, that hangover vibe. Yeah, hangover. Uh, I hadn't found the podcast until a couple of months ago, although I'm a big fan of you both individually. And I would say it's become the soundtrack of my summer. Anyway, I'll get to the point slash problem. I'm 34. Congratulations on that, by the way. Uh, I'm a senior leader in a school. I've got two kids under five and my husband works long hours in London. I'm busy. Busier than I like to be a lot of the time and therefore I'm frankly shit at contact. Oh my God, welcome to my life. When I'm in a social situation, I'm present and engaged, but life sometimes gets in the way of the WhatsApp reply. So recently, I contacted my old housemate from university. We've been super close at times, but as life has weaved and wound itself. This is a beautifully written email. We've had less contact. I had sent a message in February with no response, and then messaged a few times again without any reply. I'd started to get worried about us. I contacted a mutual friend to ask if she was okay, and she responded to say she was fine and she'd spoken to her recently. 
basically this gutted me. I realised that my lack of contact had led to her cutting me out. And although maybe that is fair, it has made me sad. Should I just move on and learn from this or should I try my best to resolve this friendship? Your wisdom would be so appreciated. Although I'm ready to realise it is my own doing. My guys, the leopard gecko and a kiss. Wow. Yeah, I sign off every, by the way, every text and email with a kiss. And I'm starting to worry that that's a little bit, like even if people are just, even if it's someone coming to do some work at my house, like a builder. Well, I, I, I tell you what, I tell you what anaesthetised me from uh, doing that is thinking about what that would actually look like, you know, with the person. Yeah, no, no, but I, it's just habit. I just do it on, like... Nice to see you, and then you give him a kiss. And then my accountant, I did it with my accountant the other day, and then, like, it was yeah, weird, because I, I, I did, like, I three did. to my accountant. The shortcuts he's been sorting out for you. <laughs> do you mean car triple kiss? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but, like, I did it three times to him. A kiss for every meal he helped you avoid. <laughs> I did a kiss, right, three times to him. Yeah. He did nothing. And then on his third email, he did a little kiss back. I thought... Oh, no, this is weird. <laughs> I will ever speak to him again. What a um, horrible thing to do. So you were giving him kisses the whole time, then he gives you a kiss back, and then you then you make him the weird. <laughs> no, I just felt like, oh, he's now gone. Oh, I'm going to just have to do a kiss back because he's really mm. pushing the kiss in. Um, yo, the leopard gecko. Yo. Uh, weirdly, I, I've, I've had a little bit of this myself. I think you, um, that is, I just think it's a bit of getting older. I think it's life. I think that... Um, I had a pal who, uh, you know, a really close friend who just had uh, a similar thing to, to yourself where I'd sort of text him, reached out, but maybe it was too late and he'd sort of like, you know, he'd sort of carried on his life elsewhere and where that can be quite, um, can be quite difficult to live with. I think so, sometimes it's just uh, a part of life. But what has a person um, said to me, there's an old, it's an old saying, isn't it? it's friends for a reason, friends for a season and friends for life. And I think it's quite a, App thing that I think that you, if, as you navigate your way through life, you're going to find different people, and 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 your life is going to require different people at different times. There's people who can give you emotional strength. People who are going to give you, you know, the things you need when it's maybe laughter. Sometimes someone to put an arm around you. Um, but I think you know, in some friendships, you, people grow away and grow distant. I like, one of the reasons, you know, not to get too, too deep and into it, but like, you know, we just took a couple of weeks off and and like. I, I was sort of working towards quite a big moment in my life. And I was like, like me and Ron both, I think I think one would agree we both, like I'm work obsessed because I come from a place with, from nothing. I, 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 I'm constantly worried about, you know, not working and, and like that opens up so much of sort of my past. So I'm, I'm you know, and it, that can sort of at times drive a bit of a golf in my relationship. And so one of the reasons that we took a bit of time was to sort of, you, you sometimes have to balance that out. And actually one of the things that I had a week with Catherine, I had a week with Grace and actually thought sometimes on the flip side of people not responding and you not, you not, it's actually sometimes I, I use a lot of my energy in checking in on people who never really ever get back to me. And I don't hold any, any animosity towards those people, but I actually was like, you know what? I need to, my life is, is really Grace and Catherine. And that is making sure that, I'm there for them. And, and like, sometimes you can burn your energy away worrying about other stuff. There actually is not even a problem there, but you can like, for the moments that you're worrying about what might be going on with your friend that you've not been in contact with, or they've not been in contact with that, that's burning some stuff away for you where you could be time that you could be given to your family, to your, to your husband, or, you know? And, and I think that's, that's a really important thing. I think like you've, you've reached out, they've not reached back what will be what will, will be. There'll be a time that maybe you bump into each other and, and then you can say how you feel and stuff. But actually, sometimes I think we can put too much emphasis on 
creating a problem that's not there and thinking that, oh, this person's got that going on, that person, because actually that's the narrative that we want to make things a little bit easier. Oh, God. So good to hear silky, silky advice once again, Tom. I missed it. <laughs> Uh, Leopard Gecko. Um, you and I are very similar, Leopard Gecko. I'm terrible at getting back to people. And um, a lot of my life seems to revolve around apologising to people for not having got back to them sooner or not meeting up with them or not replying. There's been times recently, I've done it to close friends, people I love, where they've invited me to something or we've arranged to do something and I've allowed that thing to come and go without responding as to whether I'm definitely doing it or not. It's just gone because I've just been busy or whatever. And it's really fucking bad, really bad. And I need to get better at it, but I haven't done. So the reason I'm saying that is it is fine to not be good at getting back to people. And it is fine to not what, you know, to not text us. But what will happen is there are consequences to that. And those consequences are sometimes people just think I'm not going to bother getting in touch with that person anymore or, uh, I'll stop inviting them because they don't get back to me. It just happens. Do you know what I mean? And and you have to decide how you're going to tackle that or not. With this situation in particular, there's one or two things you can do. You can either go, okay, well, I tried to reach out and they didn't reach out back to me. It's a shame, but I guess that's just how it goes and you move on. Or you send them another message, go explaining the situation in the way that you explained to, to, to us which is that, you know, I'm really sorry, da, 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 life has got in the way, but I really did want to reach out and it'd be lovely to meet up if that's what you want to do, da, 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 or even just strike up a friendship, whatever. You can say that again, and then it's up to them to decide whether they go, okay, do you know what? They've reached out again, let me, let me get back to them, or not. And either way is fine. Do you know what I mean? It's just one of those things. Um, it is a shame, but um, I'm talking from experience here. I am bad at getting in touch with people. I, I just am bad at it. But... I'm not bad with other people. So then it starts, I mean, I'm getting sort of too deep into it, but sometimes I wonder if I'm self-selecting. Like, for example, Tom, I mean, I'm pretty good at replying to you. Like, yeah, I, I think yeah, when yeah, you text me, I pretty yeah. much reply straight. I, I do think there's certain people I'll always get back to. And sometimes you're just busy and you think, I'll get back to that person when I can. And it's not that I care about them less. It's just that I think I'll get back to them when I can and then I forget. But, from their point of view, it probably does. It does not probably. It does look bad. It looks like you don't you don't give a shit or whatever, you know. And um, yeah, I guess I mean, look, I'm not really giving decent advice here. What I'm saying is, is I totally relate to that. Is you're not a bad person for that, but it's just you know, stuff happens off the back of it. Do you know what I mean? And like, you've got to make a decision about whether you go. Do you know what? I'm going to really, really double reach out to that person and try and salvage this, or you don't. You know, but um. That's the thing is some people are different. Some people are really good at contact and some people aren't. But if you're not, there are, you know, you do get consequences of that, I guess. I hope that helps, Leopard Gecko. I feel like I've been deeply, deeply unhelpful there. But um, that's my take. Keep doing you, Leopard Gecko. Keep doing you. LG. This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss. The lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision. Every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. Uh, this is from the Highland Coo. Right. Why has that made you go so serious, sir? No, I'm thinking what a Highland Coo is. A cow. Oh, I think... Highland Coo. 
Oh, are you doing an accent? From a hail in Q. No, it's, that's how they spelt it. The what, C-O-O? Yeah. Oh, yeah. C-O-O. Hail in Q. I was thinking what Hailin, I thought it was like Hail in Q. Hail in Q. Yeah. Uh, Dear Wolf, Al Swan and Cat, thanks for the awesome podcast. Hamish the Hail in Q here. Uh, my wife, I'm probably not... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna regret doing the voice no, 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 no. <laughs> Hey Mr. Highland Koo here. My wife and I have just had our first baby. She's now a week old and we already can't imagine life without her. My question is this. Uh, I'm a big hip-hop fan, but my wife says I have to stop playing songs around the house as the lyrics aren't suitable for children. You've talked about excessive swearing on the pod before, but it's also the misogyny and violence that she objects to. Stuff like bitches ain't shit, but hoes and tricks. Lick on the nuts and suck the dick. Or six reasons why this kid should die. We're shooting every motherfucker outside. Shoot him up. Just shoot him up. What? Kill, kill, kill. Murder, murder, murder. You get my point. I kind of have to agree with her, but I don't want to stop listening to the music that I enjoy. What should I do? Peace. For, thanks for selecting my email. Peace out. Hail and coo. Um, I mean, this is pretty easy. Just get some headphones. Um, <laughs> uh, my, first, uh, my first bit of advice. Look, I think it's, it's, a, it's, it's a difficult thing once... I certainly found like when when Grace was first first born and was was the age of your little one now I'd sort of like you're doing the night feeds and stuff and I'd, I'd ended up sitting there watching like Narcos or something oh. uh, oh, right. and uh, and then worried about what she'd be taking in and what she wouldn't like and then sort of so then I ended up just sitting and watching like the American Office or something quite inoffensive um, and brilliant mm. at the same time but um, yeah I think it's a even now like I had the boxing on uh, this morning. Because uh, I was rewatching the Joe Joyce uh, fight, shout out Joe Joyce, um, and she was just sit, sat there staring at the screen, and then Catherine was like, uh, "Maybe you should turn it off because it's quite violent." And then I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, it's it's a kind of weird thing, isn't it?" I, I think as well, like music, actually, more than television, is so they're so in tune to sort of the the waves of it. I think, yeah. So he, just a decent pair of headphones, mate. Hamish, I'd say would be the way to go. And um, uh, keep doing you. Yeah. And by the way, the journey is an incredible one, my friend. So enjoy it. Yeah. Congratulations, Hamish, the Highland Coup. Um, what I was, my advice to you is this. I've gone from... <laughs> <laughs> I've gone through the same thing as you, my guy. And uh, what I would say is this, uh, your baby's a week old, so you can probably carry and listen to it for a bit. The problem is when they get old enough to start picking the words up, then you've got a... I, I basically went through a phase of listening to it, then I stopped listening to it for a while. And now I don't listen to it around the house, but I do have it on in the car. And when I'm doing the school run, I'll have hip-hop on. And I just say to the boys, you know, I sort of explain the context. This is entertainment and this is how they're talking in the songs, but you've got to be aware that this is like offensive and sometimes we talk about you know we'll talk about and this sounds really boring but we, we, we'll go can you hear this in the background here? what is it alex having a fire having an argument yeah can we hear it? Yeah, yeah anyway um so as i said hip-hop has had no negative effect upon my children whatsoever do you know what i mean i mean like um they're absolutely they're absolutely fine literally they're they're they're, they're so in tune to your comedy now but they can argue yeah. bitches since it's like... They provided me punchlines. Um, so um, we, we sometimes will have a chat about the lyrics and stuff like that. And actually, my kids are kind of... Uh, you know, you give it a bit of critical analysis, don't you? Like, is this okay to be talking like this on record? You don't do it like in a formal lesson or whatever, but we do chat about it. I think the truth is you're... 
you bring up your kids to sort of appreciate the context of what they're, you know, they, they can't, I, I don't want my kids to go around and start calling women bitches and stuff like that. But I hope that they're able to, you know, there's an argument about whether you listen to that type of music or not, or whether that's okay, um, which we haven't got time to go into now. But the point is, is that um, you want them to sort of listen to it in the context in which they're receiving it, which is, uh, this isn't how you talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so hopefully that's helpful, Hamish hey, the Highland Coos. Sorry for the... Uh, I love how, how much you stuck to the Hanuku. Okay, should we do one Let's more? Let's do one more, my baby. Uh, this is from, I just want to double check because they put their name, but I'm going to keep this anonymous. Okay. Uh, hi, guys. Thanks for all the effort that goes into doing what you do. It's genuinely cheered me up through some of the hardest times I've had to go through recently. You're very welcome. I'm recently wondering what your thoughts are on my situation. No, I'm just wondering what your thoughts are on my situation. I split up from my fiance about 18 months ago, but still have a mortgage on the house. She decided she was happy to wait for any money from it. They put an exclamation mark, suggests they're not happy. The time's now come to get it sorted, and the plan was to buy her out with my new partner. But given the state of the cost of living, it's looking less and less likely that will be achievable. We're now looking at having to sell and split the proceeds with my ex, which I completely understand is entitled to. The only problem is living right on the south coast, we're going to be looking at having to downsize to a flat. I just can't get over the fact that this seems like a big downgrade, and I feel like I'm taking 10 steps back from any progress I've made. Uh, thanks for any advice, opinions. Anon. Tom D. Well, um, I think it's one of the hardest things in going from uh, from sort of one relationship to another, I guess, and and sort of like uh, in the best way of, of trying to be as good a person as you can be um, in the sort of whole of this scenario. Because um, it seems, although um, you know, without knowing the full sort of scale of it, it seems like you're ex and I'm not sure what the situation's been so it's hard to sort of elaborate any more and think that she's actually sort of seems like she's been fair enough to sort of let you live in the house and wait for her money rather than hassling you for it and obviously now you've got to the time you need to do that I mean I'd say it's worth having a you know I'm, I'm not uh, like that guy from this morning who understands loads of like the cost of living crisis and all that sort of stuff I, I, I sort of Martin Lewis yeah shout out, Martin, shout out Martin Lewis for everything you're doing right now um, I would say that it's probably worth Speaking to someone though, just to work out if you're going to get a significantly less for your house if you sell it now over the next sort of six to eight months, year, um, rather than sort of wait and hold on and, and see for, for both you and your partner or ex partner, just to sort of see if you can potentially um, sort of, you know, get more from it. I would say though, I think taking 10 steps back or taking any steps back in life is more of a situation that you, you it's, it's created from your own head I think like you know not to get too deep into it I think I've talked about it before me and Catherine when we were first together after about a year of being together like I got hustled out of a lot of money and I basically lost everything we lost our flat we lost you know and then we had you know we, we lost everything we had so we had to spend about four or five years sort of you know literally watching every single penny but actually that was a making of our relationship that 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 time because it sort of meant that we sort of you know we had nothing so every little thing was 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 massive you know and and, and it built built made us closer together and it made us rely on each other so i think um although at times things like that can feel like a setback i think it's trying to look at the positives and actually think you know what we could potentially sort of build something between you and your new partner and that can be something uh, that you actually enjoy and you know savor yeah yeah that's my advice my dear uh, really good advice. Uh, I would like to say to you, um, you've not taken 10 steps back. Uh, the size of your house is not a, si a sign of life progress. 
you're with somebody that you really love. I don't know what happened with your fiance, but you're with your new partner and I'm hoping that you're happy and things are working well. So that is, that's always going to be a step forward. So you're starting your new life together. You're going to be together and you're in a better relationship, I imagine, um, for everybody involved. So this is a massive step forward. So I, I would, I would try and detach myself from thinking about the, the material situation of like the size of your place. And just focus on the fact that you're with somebody that you're in love with and, you know, you're, you're starting a new, a new part of your life and um, just look forward to that. And you'll make your progress and you'll go up the ladder or whatever if you want to. You might decide that, you know what, being in the flat is what we're happy doing for the rest of our lives. That might be what you decide to do. Um, it's just not about where you live. It's about how you live and who you live with, you know. Wow, so, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> go on that, bro. That was a very lovely moment. I like that. You like, I like that? that? I like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, All right. Yeah. Okay, good luck. Uh, okay, guys, it's been a hell of a return for the Wolf and Al, hasn't it? I've loved it. What a doozy. Uh, Tom, would you mind doing us the honours of uh, yo. taking us out, please? Yo, yo. People, friends. This phone, phone vibrated there. You want yeah, to check yeah, that? Yeah, so, yeah, sorry. No, 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 no. I, can, I can deal with that sort of shit, man. Right. Friends. My humble kin. Imagine I'm putting an arm around you right now, but in a reassuring way to say, yo, you big bros here. I've got some words of advice for you. It's come to my attention recently, a lot of people and people I chat to go through their life not being like the main character within their own story, within their own narrative. People spend a lot of time worrying about what other people are doing or being pushed slightly to the side just what other people's problems or other people's lifestyle becomes more relevant than their own. And they take their own stuff less seriously and they worry about their own value within a situation. My advice would be this, friends. Whilst being caring and knowledgeable of other people, always remember to be the main player in your own story. Always remember to check in on yourself. Be a better friend to yourself and you'll be the best friend you can possibly be, be to others. Be kind to yourself and to your mental health. And every time you need a reassuring word or a reassuring nod, look in the mirror for it. Save. You'll always get the reply you need. Magic. Wow, that's beautiful. My God. Okay. Really nice. Thank you, really bro. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. You know what? Um, Inside it was one of our emails there with that. I feel for that person. I am... Um, I've realised that I keep, I, I'm going out a lot without having looked in the mirror at all, really. You, uh, in what sense? Like, it's a deeper sort of personal thing, or like you're, you're, you're no, close? No, as in, like, I don't look in the mirror. Oh, <laughs> like, but you look really drippy at the moment. I need to shout out, but I saw you in an incredible piece of kit the other day. That jacket you oh, had. Oh, the, the yeah. jacket. Yeah. yeah. That was uh, a shout out to Jaguar Skills who designed that, oh. made that jacket, gave it to me as a gift. It's very nice. Wow. It? Nice little ting. Wow. You look um, very nice, boy. Very nice. Okay. Now, listen, for the song to play us out, yeah. what I'd like to play is I was watching Hobbs and Shaw, which I think I talked about. Yes. I talked yeah. About yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of it. Yeah. And one of the songs on that soundtrack was Time in a Bottle by Youngblood. And it was a really lovely song. It's all about wanting to spend time with the person you love. And so, as I bring to a close another hour with somebody that I love, um, I'd love, JT, if you could play that song for us. Thank you so much. Guys, thank you for listening to The Wolf and Owl. Peace. Take love. care of yourselves and each other, said Jerry Springer. Bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye. But the night
never seems to be enough time to do the things you want to do once you find them once you find them i've looked around enough to know that you're the If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you.